the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now, your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Local 603 in New York City, and it is the tree lighting here in Manhattan. Oh, my God. Luca Joseph is here, my son. We are going to figure out a way to get over there. It's going to be a madhouse. Um, not going to lie, I would not go over there unless I had a little, like, inside scoop on how to get in there. Um, actually, we're supposed to be meeting our friend Bruce um, at a restaurant on 51st Street that overlooks the, the tree. It's from, like, the seventh floor or something. I don't know. Bruce has all these little sneaky, little shady spots. Um, there's a lot of news out there, but there's nothing that pressing. I mean, for me personally, the big news of the day was um, this morning I had a study with little Arthur for his Italian test, and we were going over all the animals, like goat is capra, and uh, dog is cane, and cat is gatto. And we had it all down, and then at around 4 o'clock, um, I called Marianne, and I said, you know, how do I have to do on this Italian test? Because a lot of times they grade it right there and then. And apparently, I know that the Italian teacher didn't show up, and he didn't have to take the test today. Dang. I mean, on, yeah. And then I'm looking at Duke Luca Joseph, and since he's gotten into Adelphi University, so many people have gotten him uh, clothing and apparel from Adelphi University. Um, uh, my wife, Marianne got him a cool, very cool, big sweatshirt. This is a Delphi and then Imran and Sumera, um, Imran, who you all know from radio TV and the law. Um, they got Luca, a really cool black sweatshirt with yellow letters. It says, what does it say? Luca Delphi Panthers, yeah. Delphi Panthers. Um, so, you know, that's kind of the breaking news here at Idola Bertuna and Cammons. Um, I had the wonderful experience of sitting in court today uh, in the Kings County Supreme Court and waiting. I don't want to exaggerate. I got there at uh, exactly around 10 or 10.05, so I can't say exactly. I got there at 10, 10.05, and um, at noonish, uh, I got a call for the first time ever from the Pens. Where one of the court, uh, the correction officers called me and said, um, Mr. Idali, your client is here and he wants to know if you're going to come and see him. Now, I've never gotten a call like that. I go into the uh, courtroom and there's the sergeant there. I mean, that's the thing. It, right now, at my age, um, 55 <clears throat> for a couple more hours, um, and I've been in that courthouse since night. Well, that courthouse didn't exist initially, but I've been in the Brooklyn court since 1990, 
well, the very, 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 very beginning in 93 as a lawyer. Um, bounced around there as an intern here and there. But um, like I, I know all these people, and they're the most senior people there because it's 30 years, and they're all about to resign, retire. Which so I'm going to lose a lot of my juice. So they all know me. Hey Artie. Hey Artie. Hey Artie. Um, so I go uh, around eleven o'clock. I go, Yo, what, what's up with my guy? How come? They said, Well, he was on the eight o'clock bus from Rikers Island here, but we don't know if he's here because no one could go downstairs. And this is said because one of the correction officers downstairs who works in the basement of the courthouse where the inmates are kept, the detainees are kept, had a heart attack just now. And there's an ambulance down there, and they're treating him, so the whole building is under a freeze in terms of producing defendants. And this is a multi-defendant case, and it's a gang case, and it's conspiracy, attempted murder. It's a, a real mishigash, as we say in Sicily. And um, so I'm sitting there now. Obviously, you can't really complain. There's someone who's in medical distress. Um, and I got now I have the correction officer calling me from downstairs. My client, obviously, either people really like him or he drove him nuts calling me on my cell phone, asking me if I'm going to come visit him. I'm saying, yeah, I'm going to go come and visit him. So then when obviously this man was treated and taken, the correction officer was treated and taken to the hospital, they open up um, the the elevator banks, and now people are being produced. So they go down to get my guy to bring him up to the courtroom, but he was told by the correction officer that I was going to come down and meet him, so he refused to come up. So there was like a lot of confusion um, with that. But the case was called, and um, it was without my client present. And then uh, Lino and I went downstairs, and again, <laughs> we got a little lucky because of my client making such a r- ruckus. Again, it may be a, a good ruckus, but we kind of like skipped the line. Like there's only a certain amount of booths where clients can enter into who are incarcerated, and that, that's, and then the lawyers. So maybe there's five or maybe seven or eight. Um, but I guess because my client gave everyone such a hard time or a sweet time, I really don't know. Um, Lena and I kind of cut in front of everyone, and we met with our client for about a half an hour down there before we jumped on the four train to um, come here. And um, uh, I don't even know what we started to do. Oh, I know what I did. Um, I mean, this is a real personal show. Um, I came in, and I saw Joan, and it was like, it was like the the sky opened up and the sun the, the clouds the clouds parted and the the sun came out. You know what I'm talking oh about, San Bellino? Oh my gracious! You know what I'm talking about, San Bellino? Yeah, I normally don't get that same reaction when I see Joan, but I mean, hey, I have sparkles on you. today. That's why. Yeah, oh, okay. that's what it was. Um, and now Joan's are about to get mad at me because um, one of the lawyers in the office, her name is Diana. She's been on the show before. I'm trying um, to drag her in here. I know, I know. Uh, oh, I, I know what topic we could talk to her about. What if we just oh, and, take and, the and seg- No, in segment four, we'll talk to her about a little about food. Is she mad about um, something? No, I asked her that. I actually went in before the show because we only have one guest on today. So I had a little room to play. And I said, Diana, tell me what you're pissed off about. But she really <laughs> couldn't. She's like, I've been working so hard. And you know what she actually said? She goes, the news has been so depressing. I really haven't been following it so closely. But um, I oh, made I, I cooked a lot over the weekend, and I brought the food. And yesterday I had the whole crew here eating sausage and peppers and chicken that I made, and I had some cheese and dried sausage. And then today I had some turkey soup, which was almost like a soup soup stewish kind of thing. And um, Kathleen, our internal decorator here, who makes sure the the place how pretty does the oh, place look for Christmas? I walked in yesterday and I was like, "What? The we have elf a big came. tree! The elf showed up, and all of a sudden, magically, it's Christmas." But you know what? It's not Christmas 
or season until you got the decorations up. You got to right. go big. Well, for me, it's not Christmas until after my birthday, which wow. um, so we'll yeah. start that on Monday. But but, but the tree tonight for the record, be, yes, the tree. The, they're the lighting tree it for lit. your birthday. Um, <laughs> I yeah, you know, sometimes the way the holiday works is like when Thanksgiving is really late, then my birthday is like that Thanksgiving weekend, and then they light the tree right out because they always light the tree the Wednesday after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but yes, we have a nativity scene up, and San Bellino, we have a menorah up, so oh, don't thank worry, you. you're Appreciate covered. That. Um, yep. It's actually one of the most beautiful menorahs, it really is. It's simple and elegant. I like it. I'm not a, I am not a menorah connoisseur, so <laughs> San Bellino, if you'd like to come to 45th we'll have to and 5th, Bruce. I mean, I have Judge Kaminsky here, I have <laughs> Judge Leventhal, I have Judge Lewis uh, Alex Seaberth. I mean, there's plenty of Jewish people who can, you know, attest to the beauty of the menorah. My homies. Um, yeah, your homies, exactly. Um, and so I came in and, you know, it's just, I said, someone said to me in the office yesterday, I think, um, you know, we didn't send out invitations for our office party. And I said, I know. I said, you know, we sent out emails. They're like, yeah, you know what? Probably people don't even check their regular mail anyway anymore. And I said, I, I respectfully disagree. It's just the opposite. I will get over 100 emails a day, and then I'll get home, and I'll get like four pieces of mail. What do you think I'm actually going to look at? The 100 emails mm-hmm. or the four pieces of mail, especially if something is like hand-addressed and it doesn't say pre-sorted, pre-something mail on the top right-hand corner. I definitely open up. I, I actually can't wait to get mail. Unfortunately, I love mail too. It's typically like one of those $50 fines that I get for driving through Bay Ridge. And that, uh, yeah. in your little have you gotten nailed with uh, that yet? A few times, yeah. you got to oh watch my. those speed limit signs. Oh, my gosh. So it's a money grab as far as I'm major, concerned. Major, major, major. I mean, it's 50 bucks, 50 bucks, 50 bucks. You Thank- just made me inspired that I'm going to start sending cards out again to people because I really like that. Oh. Mail is special. Mail is special. Wait, um, I want to comment on the news. Wait, so- I want to talk about San Bellino. Today is, oh. what day is today? What day is today? Oh, Interna- well, it's International. International Day of Solidarity with the Palestinian people. And I think they're going to be in full force at the tree lighting tonight. Well, I, uh, I look, there's a big difference between Palestinian people and Hamas. Like, there's That's a true. big difference between Italian-American people and members of organized crime. And you can say that for every group and every color of the rainbow. Um, I have spoken to people yesterday and today from the NYPD. I do not think you're going to see any interruption of the tree lighting ceremony today. I'll be very, very surprised if... The demonstrators think they have a lot of folks out there. It pales in comparison to the end, the show of force that the greatest police department in the world has out there. So um, we're going to have some fun. We're going to talk about immigration because it's freezing outside. And where are these people going to go? So we're going to have a special guest when we come back. Don't go away. We'll be right there. Attention all patriots, are you ready to embark on an unforgettable expedition? You're invited to journey with me on the Patriots Alaska Cruise, June 2024. We'll dive deep into geopolitical trends and unpack the influences shaping today. This experience is more than a vacation. It's a chance to participate in profound discussions and spirited debates with like-minded patriots. Seven action-packed days will explore new ideas and chart a course toward a bright American future, all while 
surrounded by the raw majesty of Alaska's natural wonders. You'll experience powerful creation as you're immersed in the splendor of glaciers and fjords. Let's come together as patriots in this amazing landscape. Mark your calendar, June 29th to July 6, 2024. Learn more and secure your spot on this once-in-a-lifetime adventure by calling 855-565-5519 or book online at PatriotsAlaskaCruise.com. Let's talk about Bay Ridge Honda. Yes, they are my friends. They're almost my family. I know them for so long. I can remember being a young kid. I mean, like 12, 13 years old, 1980. My dad walked into the dealership with my grandfather, the famous boxing judge, Artie Idala, who I was reading about the night before last as I was laying around trying to fall asleep after my brain was racing all day long. And uh, he bought that cream-colored Honda Accord with a five-speed on the floor, which my grandpa loved to drive. Kept it until, I don't know, my grandfather was maybe 90 years old. And then uh, my brother from another brother, uh, Doug Jabara, drove it until, I don't know, Doug drove it no more. We probably had that car for 30 years. And those Honda products are virtually trouble-free. The Sabah family at Bay Ridge Honda right now, they have big inventory, big benefits, big savings, This is the time of the year to buy a car. You know why? Because they're all looking for their stats. They're all looking for their numbers. They want to sell more cars this year than they did last year. And right now at Bay Ridge Honda, you can browse through hundreds of new 2024 Honda vehicles like the all-new Honda HRV, the all-new Honda CRV, and the Honda Accord amongst the very many other products they have, especially that Civic, that Civic Sport R, which is just a pocket rocket, unbelievable little car. They also have at Bay Ridge Honda 100 certified pre-owned vehicles backed by the Honda True Program at their 2022 President's Award winning dealership. You should visit the Sabah family owned and operated Honda dealership for over 60 years. Everyone from all over the city of New York, all five boroughs, they come to Brooklyn. They come to Bay Ridge to visit Bay Ridge Honda on 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Brooklyn, New York. Visit them or you can visit them online at BayRidgeHonda.com. That's BayRidgeHonda.com. These deals are available to qualified buyers. Additional fees may apply. See dealer for details. These particular sales end tomorrow. This is Joe Piscopo. The following is a medical minute sponsored by my friends at InfuCare RX, a leading specialty infusion pharmacy provider for patients with complex conditions. InfuCareRx.com, improving quality of life one patient at a time. Here is Dr. Mario Vukic of Hackensack University Medical Center. Intravenous immunoglobulin essentially provides a boost to the immune system or helps regulate it, making it a versatile therapy for many medical conditions. It's used is determined by the specific diagnosis and the medical needs of the patient. The dose used depends on the diagnosis and patient need. In those patients with an immunodeficiency, it helps augment the immune response and supports the immune system in fighting off infections. In those patients with autoimmune diseases, it helps remove antibodies that are being produced in error that result in symptoms such as inflammation, weakness, or numbness. This Medical Minute is sponsored by InfuCareRx, and the information, comments, or views expressed by the guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views of InfuCareRx. Please consult your medical professional for any medical questions, opinions, or guidance. Let's talk about our friends at Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. Remember when you were in your teens? Remember when you were 20s and you thought you were invincible? Well, the same rationale applies to adults, too. We think we're invincible. 
Friday will be my 56th birthday, and I am promising myself I will be able to drop and do 57 push-ups. That is my goal for the rest of my life, is to be able to, be able to do one more push-up than my age. What do you think of that, Sam Molino? I think that's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you getting close? Let's see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, I did 50. I think I did 50 this morning. I don't know. I'll definitely. I, I'm not worried about it, with God's blessing, 56, 57, 58, maybe when we get to the 60s, you know, we'll see what happens. I have plenty of mentors. I mean, Judge Leventhal. I was going to say, how many does Leventhal do? No, no, no. He's, he's, he's 73, and I've seen him do 100. So it's just about doing them. That's Are really you doing this about. on your knees or on your toes? Oh, stop it on my knees. I'm not a girl. All right. I'm going to videotape this on Friday. No, you're not. I do it in the morning naked. You're going to do that? <laughs> no, Marianne. I'm going to tell Marianne to yeah, no, you guys, Everyone mind your business. Anyway, let's go back to Connors and Sullivan because they should be in your business. When you're healthy, you think, oh, I don't need a power of attorney. I don't need a healthcare proxy. I'll worry about that when I'm older. I become sick and nothing can be further from the truth. The fact is, if something happens, you might not be able to designate a power of attorney or a healthcare proxy. What happens then? The state or the courts may have to make those choices for you. Is that what you really want? Of course not. It's essential to create a power of attorney and a healthcare proxy as soon as you can when you're healthy. So like now. How are you going to do that? Very easy. You're going to call Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. They really know their stuff. You know why? They've been doing it for 40 years. They'll help you make a plan that protects you and your family the best. You'll designate who you want to make decisions for you if you're not able to make those decisions. So for a free in-person initial consultation with a lawyer, call Connors and Sullivan at 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com. All right. Little killers. Somebody told me. What did they tell me? What did they tell me? Said, well, you, know, you had a boyfriend. You look like a girlfriend. <laughs> Here we go. On a Wednesday night. On the Idala Power Hour, having some fun. We are. Um, we're gonna come back after the second. We're gonna talk about immigration because I will tell you, um, walking from the courthouse to the subway in downtown Brooklyn, and then going from Sam Lynn, you keep this going underneath me. We already got kicked off of Facebook. Um, we. Um, and then walking from the subway to my office here, seeing these people outside cold and freezing is not cool, man. You know, we're better than that. I, um, I, I drove past the uh, the migrant tents at Floyd Bennett Field on Monday on the way to that remote. Wait, give me the chorus. Give me the chorus right here. Well, somebody told me you had a boyfriend who looked like a girlfriend that I had in February of last year. It's not confidential. I've got potential. Fifteen years ago, we had a blast. All right, I'm sorry, Sam Molina. Yes, Joan and I also uh, also saw the uh, the Floyd Bennett Field. They're pretty far off the the road. Those those big tents, and they're not tents like the Boy Scouts used to go t- camping. They're like these big, huge, like dormitory. Yeah, they're, they're, style. those are like giant mash types tents. Yes, and um, you know when it's cold outside, like I mean. 
it got real cold. It totally bummed me out because the, I still had flowers around my house that were still alive and these big elephant ear um, plants. You know, this morning they were all wiped out. I mean, it got, it got into the low 20s last night, I think. Uh, where, where we are? Oh, here comes Joan. <laughs> you always make fun of me. Actually, here comes Joan. It's the way you said it. Here comes Joan. Um, flurries in Central Park yesterday. Yes, but I wrote this down. Hold on, this is part of our show. Um, it's been 653 days without an inch of snow in Central Park. Now, how is that possible? It's possible, Joan, because what happens is clouds year. form or didn't form. And then there's precipitation or there's not precipitation. And then it's not below 32 degrees when the precipitation does come but down. And then there's no snow. So that's how it happens. Was that a good explanation? Days. We had snow last year. N- not really. Oh, not where but they measure. Not really. In not Park. an inch. No. Not an inch of snow. No. No. So Eric Adams has gotten clobbered. so lucky. I agree with that statement. Um, I got that line from Luca. I do agree with that statement. One time I walked in when Luca and Nicholas and Juliana were really, really little, like four, five, six. Luke, you remember this? And they were jumping up and down on the beds. They were being all rambunctious. I go, look at you guys. I go, you're a bunch of animals. And Luca goes, I do not agree with that statement. We are human <laughs> beings. We are not animals. I was like, okay, Luca, you're correct. Luca should be a lawyer. He's, um, he's good. <laughs> so, yes, there has been no snow. And, you know, I remember when de Blasio first got sworn in, he got nailed with snow. Like the week after, he, I mean, like back to back to back. Um, Adams hasn't gotten a, um, any snow. But, yes, I would say if you were an odds maker or you were a Vegas type of person, uh, you would be betting that there's going to be some snow this year. As a matter of fact, um, you know, I have these little cars that I drive around the city. I actually went online to, over the weekend to look about getting snow tires on at least one of them because, you know, we do Motor Monday. Um, snow tires make a tremendous difference, like not a little difference, mm-hmm. a tremendous difference. Now, I also looked up. I was like, well, maybe I could just throw them on and keep them on all year long. No, that's that's. Not good either, but they are very good in, in cold weather. Um, the most complicated car, the, the part of a car, uh, the part that has the most technology in it are actually the tires. People would never think that, but that is the fact. And Imran, do you have good tires on the Alpha? I do. I think I, I need to replace them, though. Well, I'm just telling you, the winter season's coming. We're talking about snow, and snow's going to be coming, and um, tires are, are huge, and snow tires... Um, really, really make a tremendous difference. I remember, Imran, you're a decade younger than I am, and you were in you know different parts of the world where you grew up. I was here in Brooklyn, New York, and it was like an annual thing on the Chevy Caprice Classic that my father had that was dog duty brown. Um, we would change the tires. We would change the regular like summer tires and put on the snow tires. Now, they weren't the ones with like the, the chains on them. Maybe they had the little studs in them, but it does matter. And uh, Imran, I'm predicting a snowy uh, January, February. Now, you have a vehicle equipped for that. I, on the other hand, can't afford the type of luxury vehicles that you drive. I drive very old cars, and as my wife likes to call them, the jalopies. Um, 
But anyway, let's talk about the cold and Mayor Adams. Are you leaving? Is this a half day for you today, Imran? I, I do have an event to go okay, to. Imran's, I, Imran's going to, uh, to a federal event tonight. As I'm going to take my son, Luca, to see the tree lighting. Okay, brother, thank you. Right. God, God bless. Um, good luck. Good luck with the speech. Preparing for your speech. Everyone's getting a big award Tuesday night, so he's got to prepare for his speech. Um, Eric Adams announced today his plan that's been in for a year of taking um, uh, the the most the, the he said the most severely ill, the most troubled vagrants, the top 100 most troubled vagrants off the streets. An average of 137 mentally ill locals are now being taken off the streets by first responders and city health professionals every week. A significant number of them removed involuntarily under the mayor's directive, officials say. So far, 54 vagrants named on two top 50 lists of the city's most at-risk homeless New Yorkers are either hospitalized or in housing and working towards normalcy, officials said. These 54 lives matter, and they matter to everyday New Yorkers, Adam said at the City Hall press conference today. We see them, we sought them out, we helped them out, and now their lives are on the right path. Well, I hope what he's saying is true. Oh, Joan's raising a finger. I'm raising Hold on, hand Sam, no because aircraft. I have two in my neighborhood, and they've been a constant issue. One, he doesn't even speak, and we have called over and over to see if something can be done. Um, he's down the block from a school. He's often clothed less. And with a blanket wrapped around him, it's in it, it, what I've been told is unless he hurts someone, they're not going to pick him up. So I'm wondering well, if he's someone Eric that's going to be picked up. has some directive here and they're picking people up. Um, there's an interesting guy who stands, you know, we have a satellite office at 321 Broadway where John Esposito uh, serves as the counsel to the New York State Court Officers Union. Um, and he's wear, he wears a suit. Okay. Uh, not the kind of suit that Imran would wear, but he wears a suit. And everyone who walks by, he asks for $3. Why $3? I, who knows? He, but he walks he by, he goes, excuse me, you have $3? Excuse me, you have $3? Okay. Excuse me, you have $3? I mean, look, today when when, Imran, when Lino and I went down to the cells to visit um, our client, there was a young lady there, and she saw me sitting there, and she starts yelling through the bars, oh, that's a private lawyer. That's who I want. I want a private lawyer. And she's giving the female correction officers a hard time. So I said to one of the correction officers, I said, why don't I just give her my card? And she could tell, like, you could tell her she could call me just to appease her. They were so thankful. And, Aww. like, behind, you know, they said she's a 730. Now, those of you who don't know, CPL 730 is, um, that's criminal procedure law, is when a judge can involuntarily commit someone to have a mental health test to see whether they are able to stand trial, whether they're able to defend themselves in this action. So I am very, very happy that Eric Adams is out there um, I'm happy addressing to hear this. this, too. But it's still scary, Arthur, because there's so many Listen, people who Joan, are mentally ill that agree. may not get help. And I know this they is may not, not be able to be helped. I, know you're, I agree, and I know this is not an answer. But one of the things that the mayor and I discussed when he and I went to dinner on Friday night with our friend Frank Sedio was when he visits all these other cities, how much worse they are. And they are. Just San Google Francisco. It. Portland, Oregon, he told me. Uh, L.A., they're living in trailers. But like, we live I'm, here, I, and I, I want, know, I'm I want aware, this solved. I'm hip to the situation. Let me tell you one thing Chicago, about the guy on my street. Houston. Our friend. San Antonio. Our friend, the judge, your bestie, one of your besties, um, he knows him as well. I showed him a picture of this guy on my street, 
half naked, and he said he's seen him in his neighborhood 20 blocks south. So the man makes the rounds. After the break, let's talk about what we're going to do with these migrants and these people who are struggling with immigration who are now outside freezing their tail off. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Wellness Wednesday brought to you in partnership with Balance of Nature. So grateful for their sponsorship of Wellness Wednesday as we do everything we can to keep you as well as possible. That's Wellness Wednesday tonight at 7 on Radio Night Live. Don't miss the new movie by Dinesh D'Souza, Police State. We have freedom of religion and freedom of speech. Migrant Republicans threaten the very foundation of our republic. Are we becoming a police state? The government is trying to crush the conservative movement, our society, and our freedoms. They define you as radical. How did we give the state this kind of power? If they're coming for me, they're coming for you. Police state. Buy it or stream it now at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Calling all patriots. Join me in Alaska in June 2024 for the adventure of a lifetime. For more information or to book, call 855 855- Five six five 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 one nine, or visit PatriotsAlaskaCruise.com. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. I know it's hard to believe, but the holidays are here. Why not make them truly memorable this year on board the Atlantis yacht with New York Cruises? Captain Fred and the amazing New York Cruises staff go above and beyond with every detail. Whether you've been put in charge of planning the office Christmas party or are looking to do something exciting for the holidays, why not take the party off land and on to sea? Call 212-633-1231 or visit NewYorkCruises.com and see how Captain Fred and his first class yacht crew will make your special occasion an unforgettable day. The Atlantis of New York Cruises is the perfect venue for corporate events, weddings, engagement and anniversary parties, reunions, retirement parties, birthdays, bar or bat mitzvahs, you name it. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today or visit NewYorkCruises.com. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins. Suffering an injury in an accident can be a life-changing experience. Whether you've been involved in a car accident, a construction site accident, a slip and fall, or injured because of someone else's negligence, we can help. Our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you are owed. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. If you have been injured because of someone else's negligence, you have legal rights and may be entitled to significant money to compensate you for your pain and suffering. Hiring the right attorney is important. The combined experience of the lawyers at Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins will be able to lead you through the personal injury lawsuit process and aggressively fight for the best result. If you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call 212-486-0011, 212-486-0011, or visit us at idalalaw.com. Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins, fighting for justice, fighting for you all right plaza college the institution that can change your life and i don't say that lightly um education is a a huge part of this world and and i mean it world the whole world and plaza college is an attainable environment so it's something that you can attend. It's something that's, that's beyond your reach that can change your life because it offers so many different programs. 
And there are so many ways for you to actually dip your toe in the water to see if there's one of those programs that you like. And if you actually satisfy the requirements of those programs, it could change your life. You could have a career, and a career is better than a job, And in my humble opinion. And, uh, you know, it, it could that's where you meet your significant others. That's where you meet your friends. And Plaza College is the institution that can provide that to you. You know they have this school of nursing that we're talking about, the dental hygiene school we talk about. There's a business school, paralegal studies, the whole nine yards. Of course, I love the court reporting school because right now, especially, there is a national shortage of court reporters. Yep, national shortage. And the National Court Reporters Association has partnered with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives you a glimpse, that gives you the ability to dip your toe in the waters into the world of court reporting and captioning. That program is called A to Z, and it's being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. So sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. Go on their website. Go on the Plaza College website. Um, They're based in Long Island City in Queens. It's so easy to get to by the subway from here in Midtown Manhattan. Or just send them an email. Info at plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college.edu. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Return now with lifetime New Yorker and legal analyst, attorney Arthur Idala and the Arthur Idala Power Hour. You show us everything you got. You keep on dancing now. A little kiss action, huh? A little rock and roll all night. A little kiss, Pino? man. Yeah, why not? Because I think they're coming to play somewhere. I think they're coming to the garden or something. They are. They're coming to the garden and they have uh, their farewell tour. Because, uh, you know, a lot of artists are not doing those anymore, right? Wow. And they do the tour in full makeup? That's what I want to know. Yeah, they do. All right. Well, we're going to rock and roll all night tonight in Rockefeller Center, lighting a Christmas tree. Uh, you know, it's a New York tradition, and I've been promised that we will be safe. Uh, I will have Luca Joseph Idala by my side to make sure if anyone messes with me, he'll take them down. Um, but, you know, as I was saying earlier, um, Walking around today, I mean, today was a cold day. Last night it started getting cold. Today was cold. And, you know, on the subway, um, there's a mom there, and they're selling candy, and they're selling, I don't know what else they sell. And she's got, like, three-year-old. She's like a little girl who's older than Ariana, you know, on the subway tracks. And obviously this three-year-old is bored out of her mind. Of course she shouldn't be on the subway tracks. Then I come out of the tracks, and I'm walking on here on 45th Street by Vanderbilt, and Madison and Fifth Avenue and you know there there are people who are clearly um, I don't know roaming around and not where they should be. I guess that's the best way that I could put it. And um, you know I was talking to Joan about it earlier and she said, "Why don't we get Renata Castro on? She's the immigration attorney who's been on our show many times before, and maybe she could give us an insight on whether." You know, the human beings, I know there's a bureaucracy, Renata, but maybe human beings who are working in the immigration world might realize like, okay, these people are freezing. Um, let's get them to work. Let's get them some working papers. Let's get them to work so they can put it up, get into an apartment and get a roof over their head and move forward with their lives. Renata Castro, what say you? I hope that not only they are listening to this show, but that maybe Santa will 
to put them on their naughty list if they don't issue the employment authorization documents sooner rather than later. It's an unfortunate situation when people are just wasting their, you know, their lives waiting for bureaucracy. And in New York, um, the community is being immediately impacted and seeing what really happens to someone who is, you know, trying to protect their lives, coming to a new country, trying to follow the law as they file for asylum and just being exposed to the risks and peril of bureaucracy. And it really should not be this way. So, you know, Renata, first of all, I want to thank you because I know you also go on um, my partner's show, uh, Imran Ansari's show, because uh, to talk about immigration issues. It's such a front and center issue here. I mean, really, everywhere you look right now, um, there are the, the immigration migration, whatever you want to call it, uh, folks are, are everywhere. Uh, Matt Sambolin and I were just talking about, um, we passed by the Floyd Bennett Field tents on Monday night. Um, has there been any changes in the way the system works due to this, these what we would call exigent circumstances regarding all of a sudden hundreds of thousands of people flowing into the country and, and you know, unlike any time in recent history? I think it's important for the listeners to know that the flow of individuals into the United States from both borders, because there was, there was actually uh, a recent, uh, recent data that was published by the U.S. government that shows that there was an increase of individuals trying to cross into the United States from the Canadian border, which is something that's rarely talked about. Um, when we look at data from the last, I would say, 10 years, what's really changing is that people are crossing the border and they're getting caught. In the past, people just crossed the border without any consequence. So we just didn't know the status that they were in the country. So the United States is going through a major dilemma. How will it adapt its current immigration laws to, number one, protect the sovereignty of the country, number two, remain um, true and loyal to who we are as a country, as a safe haven for people from all over the world. There's no American. Being an American means someone in your lineage came from somewhere that's not the United States. But most importantly, how do you balance the equities uh, between what you want to do as a human and what you should be doing as a country, as an economy, when it comes to processing these cases expeditiously and fairly, which is really not happening right now. No what one is. is well, what is it, Renata? What is happening right now? You told us what's not happening. What is happening? Uh, so, number one, we are seeing that a lot of individuals are being detained at the port of entry, detained and released. They are processed by ICE, which is Immigration Customs Enforcement, which is the police arm of the immigration agency, and they're placed in removal proceedings. So now they're going to be seen by an immigration judge. In some cases, um, you know, in New York courts, you can be given a court date for 2028. Some judges are that behind on their schedule. And what are these guys and what are these people doing from 2023 to 2028? That's a great question. So what happens in a case like this, they have to file for an asylum case to protect the one-year deadline, but they just wait. 
they are allowed to work once they receive their employment authorization, but now they're living life. They're working, they're learning English, they're paying taxes, uh, they're getting jobs, they're getting married, they're giving birth to American kids. And now these cases that are going to take sometimes 10, 12 years, may result in a negative outcome. So the government will say, well, you don't get asylum, you have to leave. But how do you leave after 12 years? It's just a, bad, a badly designed system that does not work for the migrant, for the community, for the taxpayer, and for everyone involved. We're talking to Renata Castro. She's an immigration attorney and founder of a full-service immigration firm, USA for All. What about these little kids, Renata? Are there any exceptions for these two-year-olds, three-year-olds who are outside freezing their tail off while their mom is trying to sell sell mango out of a cup? Yeah, that 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 is that is really a, a tough scenario, and unfortunately, even if you are in the United States seeking asylum as a family, doesn't mean your case gets heard faster. Um, so, it, it, all it means is that now the 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 family is, has to go through the process of establishing itself in the United States, getting a job, paying bills. The issues that you know you and I and every listener has um, in in our everyday lives. But now they have to be afraid that they cannot work because they cannot receive an employment authorization. And it's quite a shame in New York, uh, you know, the service and hospitality industry has been plagued by worker shortages um, for the longest time since before the pandemic. And these people could be providing valuable, meaningful, quality labor to the small businesses that are struggling to hire people if only the American government got it together and issued the employment authorizations that they have a right to receive while their cases are pending. Renata Castro for president. She'll change everything for us, folks. <laughs> Thank you. The, uh, I will only run for president if I can go to, um, oh, man, uh, to Richard Branson's island and just chill there after eight very stressful years like Obama did. That's a job that I don't think anyone in their right mind wants because you're just hated and you're never doing the right thing. There's always well, something else to do. My respect for those who do it, though. I agree. Joan Pelzer feels the same way. She cause she needs to go on an island and just chill after doing uh, two full years of the Idola Power Hour. So I, I know how you feel, Renata. <laughs> Thank you so much. We appreciate your time, Renata Castro. We're going to come back on this Wednesday night, and we're going to have a little bit of fun on Wells this Wednesday. Hopefully I could coax my friend Diana Fabi to come in here. You know, this is my birth week. Um, one of my favorite things, uh, food-wise, is French onion soup. And I think she made some this weekend. She didn't bring any in for me, but she's going to talk to us about that. We're going to talk about life expectancy in the United States of America. Aaron Rodgers on a Wellness Wednesday seems to be pretty well for a guy who blew out his leg. Um, and more migrant, more uh, hostages have been released. That's fantastic. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate? If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10 a.m., our very own Dottie Herman, vice chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters of real estate. 
doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet. You need to listen to Ion Real Estate. Dottie and her terrific team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there's no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. She's a legend. She's the best, period. Tune in to Ion Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 a.m. here on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate. Don't miss it. Saturdays at 10 a.m. here on AM 970, The Answer. Let's talk about the DeFazio Industries company, Diamondback Ready Mix. That's right, Diamondback Ready Mix. When you're looking for concrete materials for your next construction project, call on the experts of Diamondback Ready Mix, New York and New Jersey's number one premier family-owned concrete supplier proudly located on Staten Island, providing concrete services for commercial, municipal, and residential general contractors throughout New York City and New Jersey. The Diamondback Ready Mix Quality is Our Strength service will guide each customer from the initial order through the final pouring. Fully insured in New York and New Jersey, and Diamondback Ready Mix will produce your concrete with that perfect blend of durability, strength, and appearance. Wow, it reminds me of our next guest. Um, take it from Arthur Idala. That's me. Call today and ask for Harry Lynch for personalized service, second to none. Call 718-650-5649 for your free estimate. That's 718-650-5649. Or go online to Diamondback Ready Mix. That's R-E-D-I-M-I-X dot com. Diamondback Ready Mix is a DeFazio Industries company. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970. The Answer. I got my mind set on you, little George Harrison. Why are we playing George Harrison again? Is this when he died today? Yes, we did. We lost him back in 2001. At 58. At 58, yeah. Wow. You know, the next guest that we have on the show here, I'm reading the Diamondback Ready Mix copy, Durability, Strength, and Appearance. Diana, do you think those those... Those words are appropriate to summarize like who you are as a lawyer and who you are in the courtroom. Durability, strength, and appearance. Um, I think you're durable. I, don't know. I, I mean, you get. And, I mean, you you and, you and, have and, a lot on your plate when you got to be there. Is, yeah, yeah, and you are strong. Ninety-nine percent of the game, right? You're a strong woman. Right? You got to show up. Yeah, and you you strong up. You show up very strongly. Um, so before we talk about health, I, oh, I actually have some good news for you. Really good news for everybody. The average uh, lifespan in America has gone back up. Now, before COVID, it was 78.8. It was almost 80 years old. Then in 2021, it dropped all the way down to 76.4. But for 2022, it's 77.5. Now, you're thinking that's all nonsense, right? No, I didn't say that. Okay. <laughs> Diana and I, we had a big fight today, so we're kind of we're healing. Are we in a healing mode? We are. Diana? We are. We're healing? All right, well... That was, in five years you've been here, that was like the harshest it got, you think? Or, I mean, yeah. I yeah. All right. It was little, in terms of mutual, it was mutual, you know? Yeah. yeah. Other, other in the past, it was usually me. You being, yelling at me. No. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely I, I, I not. Think so. Anyway, um, Diana 
has a beautiful family. She's got four wonderful children and a mother, a mother-in-law, a husband, the whole nine yards. And often on the weekend, she does some great cooking. And she comes in on Monday and tells us all about it and doesn't provide any of it for us. <laughs> Unlike Arthur Idala, who did some great cooking. And yesterday I fed everyone with sausage and peppers and cheese and chicken, whatever. And then today... Um, Diana, did you try my turkey soup slash stew? Yes, I did, and it was delicious. Oh, I need Very more. Good. I need more description than just delicious. It was. Um, <laughs> it had a lot of stuff in it. Yeah, I stuff. And it was layered. Know, it La- was, the flavors were layered. Yes, the yes. It had just a lot of things going on there like there's dark meat there was white meat there was brussels sprouts there was yeah spinach. like a lot a lot it was sort of like just a lot of stuff like, going on in there like me yeah yeah i mean it, it did taste good but i would imagine like anyone under eight years old might be looking and trying to figure out what some of the stuff uh, was 100 <laughs> percent. no 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 you're at, like so i i don't even try to give it to arthur like arthur yeah, just yeah, wants yeah like clear broth kind of with a little bit of flavor in it now i have to say i did not realize there were brussels sprouts in there because i would have said that was a no-no i would not put brussels sprouts or broccoli in soup unless you were doing like a broccoli cheese soup which i don't really make because it's too rich for me but but yeah i'm not really wild about like cabbage and broccoli and so going to um the life expectancy thing Mm -hmm. as you know because you're one of the people who celebrates me um my birthday is friday and i will be 56 and my daughter is two so my goal is to have all my wits about me and to be upright and walking around at the age of 94 because then Ariana will have just turned two weeks ago 40 years old. And if I could reach her 40th birthday, I will be thrilled. And I've done a ton of reading on health and broccoli and Brussels sprouts are like amongst the top, top, top things you could eat regarding your health. Interesting. Well, I absolutely love both. I just wouldn't put them in turkey soup. That's well, all. <laughs> you not only did I put them in there, but you ate basically until you got mad at me and stormed off. You basically ate like ninety percent of the soup. I did. It was very good. And you seem to be. I think you're an it. excellent cook. You okay. love to cook, and you're not wedded to any recipe. You kind of wing it, and you do great, great there's, work. Yeah, well, it's a, a creative enterprise yes, for you. It definitely is, and there's a lot of love in there. Now, let's talk about the, the what you did not bring in to the rest of us. <laughs> you said you made French onion soup this weekend. I did. I just, you know, well, I, I don't, tell me it. how that happened. And it came tell out me really how. delicious. Okay. I mean, I, I anyone really can know. look it up. It's very simple to make, but the truth is. You know, you don't have to follow a recipe. You can just use your, like, the basics are onions, butter, okay, hold on. caramelize Wait, the onions. Down. Slow down. Is there a particular, there's a lot of different kinds of onions Well, yeah, there. but there's a lot of different opinions. So I tend to use, I love sweet onions, and I love them raw. But for onion soup, I use, like, a Spanish onion. I don't like to use the really Vidalia or sweet onions because they tend, they can burn easily. And you need to caramelize the onions for a long time for onion soup. So I like to use an onion with le- lower sugar content. And how do you cut them? Like what direction do you put them in? in other words, <laughs> are you dicing them? Are you like, no, 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 no. Okay, you just well. cut, you cut them so that you have long strands of onions. You know, okay. so with the with the navel on each side. You know, okay, and you have to be instructive, Diana. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's really not. I mean, it's it's not a hard thing to okay, make. Okay, but for people, who I mean, don't a lot know of French doing. cuisine is. 
is hard to make, but French onion soup is not. Okay, so you're cutting up your Spanish onions for your mm-hmm. French onion soup. We're getting a little international here. Yeah, well, those were the kinds I used because they were really hard and they were big and they were fresh. They looked good. Um, and I used six large ones. I used a half a stick of butter, caramelized the onions so for how, almost well, an hour till they got really brown. Tell them how you do that. How do you do what? How do you caramelize onions? You cook them low and slow on the stovetop. And you in start like, to frying, stir them. In a frying pan with And I with used a cast iron pot. Oh, heavy. Yeah. Oh, so you're cooking them in a pot, not yeah. in a frying pan. No, I didn't use a frying in a pot. pan. And it's just, just a half a stick of, of butter? That's all I used because I'm, you know, I don't like things to be too rich. But you probably could use more, but I only used a half a stick. And they came out great. And then I added um, some to dry same, white wine. To the same pot. After an hour, after they're really, really brown, you add some white wine or not. I mean, it'll be good anyway, even if you don't. Okay, but yeah, maybe a cup of white wine. Um, dry is better, but whatever. And then um, you let it cook so a little like a bit. So like a Sauvignon Blanc it, or a Pinot Grigio yeah, kind of thing? Yeah, okay. yeah. And then you let it, um, you know, you, you let, let it... What? You let them steam off a little right, bit, right. Um, and then you, reduce you add it. You're reducing reduce. It a little That's bit. the word. And then I added a box of beef broth. Oh. Um, and then I also was cooking. I, I used a lot of beef broth. No, I used no, probably. She, no, she like, did not make her own beef broth. I did. did I did have a little beef broth. broth from something I was cooking in the oven. So I added the juices of oh, a the, piece was that of the brisket. Beef. Was that the brisket? yeah? But I had cut off the all, all the fat, so right, there was so no fat. It was a fatless beef broth <laughs> so, brisket. So I added that too. But a lot of beef broth. And then, uh, what else did I put in there? Um, Any some kind of thyme, spices? Some thyme, okay. some salt and pepper. But you have to be, you know, you want to watch the salt because your beef broth might be salty. Um, and now, did you do then, the whole crock what pot else? thing? Some people use bay leaves. I don't. Yeah, I don't um, get the whole bay leaf thing. But you could use bay thing. leaves if you want. Salt in general, pepper. I'm not hip to the whole bay leaf situation. Except like when yeah, you're I have to say, I also put red hot pepper it. flakes in my onions when they were caramelizing because I wanted That's it to have. Not nobody typical. does that, but no. it, it really made it good. Now it's Italian. Had, now now you've had, had French. And I like that. Now you that. have French onion soup. Yeah, I liked it. Made with Spanish onions with Italian. I liked it. Hot I don't peppers. care. Okay. I'm not a chef. I just cook for my own satisfaction. So and then. Um, it was, you know, it you, was Did you do with amazing. the little crock pots with the and Then I, I had these beautiful crock pots, like French ones. And I, um, you want them to, you want it to be really, really hot. And, oh, I made my own um, croutons. Croutons, yes. Oh, okay, with that's some, impressive. a baguette. I made my own. And I put butter and salt and pepper. And then I put Parmesan cheese on them. Then I cooked them in the oven. Then I put them on my... On my soup, Same and I added Gruyere cheese. I'm getting really hungry. I added a bunch of Gruyere cheese on the top, put them under the broiler, and my family loved it, and that's why I didn't have any for Arthur this morning. Yeah, very nice, very nice. Diana also said to me, she means I made brisket and I made my own horseradish. So I'm thinking she got like a, a, a root and she's grinding the root down and marinating it in, in vinegar. And she's like, oh, no, no, no. I mean, I just got the, I mean, a sauce. Like I took it out of a, a jar and I mixed it up with mayonnaise and sour cream and made that. Kind of, I was like, oh, okay, okay. Okay. Well. Do you think, and it's not just for me, like I didn't just bring something in for one or two people. I oh, I forgot the, the whole sherry. Office. Did I tell you about the sherry at the end? You no. want to add a little sherry before you, yeah, right at the end, put a little sherry in there. Yeah. Like a shot of sherry? Yeah. Wow. Jo- Jones, I forgot that part, Jones, sorry. She almost, took, she almost left out the sherry. <laughs> you know, 
ruined the whole soup. It would have been good anyway without it. Honestly, you cannot go wrong. And that's how if you cook with things you like, even if you miss an ingredient here or there, it's fine. That's the reason I'm not a baker. Because if you miss an ingredient here or there with so baking, brother, you, you just had a, you, you had a Fabi totally rant without the rant because she ranted on me earlier today. But now we're friends, right? Are we yeah. friends again? All right, we're friends again. Okay. We're going to go like the Christmas tree in Rockefeller Center. Have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow live and local on the Idola Power Hour. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.